proud. We're in the World Series now. First first episode mid World Series that we we've done. So, uh, I'm your host, Jane, and uh, with me as always is Lauren. Hi, Lauren. That's Lauren and Steven. Hey, Steven. You. Uh, Lauren, I understand that I... you have some ASMR for us. Yes, I do. I'm fascinated by ASMR. I'm not really. It's not like a, I don't really get it, but I think this is ASMR, and I'm really excited. Um, I uh, have a little treat for the, the the listeners. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna open this can of V8 right here on on, on can. Let's see if we get some good audio out of this. Might All have right. to edit this. Okay. <laughs> First sip. <laughs> so I I think that, I, I don't know. I think the okay the lines between these things are kind of blurred, but I think that that's technically um, called uh, mukbang. I thought that was like a, I, 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 that was like, I thought that was video. Is that audio Wait. too? I think, I think the audio is a big part of it. Oh, what was on. that word you just said? It's like mukbang or yeah, mukbang. Yeah, mukbang is what I always, it's something you read I never see, t- mentioned. I think it's a Korean thing yeah. Um, about, yeah, you just like watch like girls eat stuff. Yeah, like big, like big things, like a ton, big, like, a, big, like a giant thing sl- of like ramen or whatever. Yeah, a big sloppy bowl of ramen. Mm-hmm. Huh. Stuff like that. I don't get just it. Just like. Just like horny? ASMR, like people say it's not sexual, but it's totally, it's totally sexual. Yeah, it absolutely is. I, uh, I, I, my Instagram feed is like a lot of food because I cook a lot, and some of that stuff creeps in there. And like, I'm worried if I look at it, it's going to give me more because it's kind of uncomfortable <laughs> to watch. So I have to be really careful to not click on those things. <laughs> anyway, V8, please sponsor the pod. I love a good V8. Yeah, please send Lauren a case of V8. Spicy um, V8. You can't get spicy V8 in DC. It drives me insane. Sorry, this, this is a baseball get, podcast. Just go online. Go online. I'm sure you can get like I'm sure you can get it just like shipped to you. No, I want them to send it to me. Like a for, pallet. For talking about my love of V8 on the pod. Okay, yeah, fair, fair, fair. Eight vegetables um, in one can. That's cool. <laughs> is it really is it really that cool? Well, can you do it? I I couldn't get eight in there. I could get maybe four. Well, I mean, I, I don't have a canning operation. Like but I'm, I'm sure I could figure out a way. I bet I could get nine vegetables into something. Into like I don't know how good it would jar. taste. Yeah, that would be easy. Which, which vegetables? <laughs> let's let's go through that. Let's see here. It's got Tomato, a, obviously. Uh, 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 tomatoes, carrots, celery, beets, parsley. That's kind of cheating. Lettuce, watercress, spinach. Huh. Parsley, I wouldn't call a vegetable. Parsley, I'd call... Uh, an herb. An herb. A herb, Yeah. <laughs> a I don't herb. think that counts. I bet I could get, I bet I could get radish in there. Oh, ew. Uh, like, the texture of y'all. Yeah, like, no, I'm not, I'm not saying it's going to be good. No. I'm not saying it's going to be good. Wait, 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 wait. What's the difference between a radish and a beet? What, they taste Steven, completely really, differently. Like Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Have you ever had either of those things? <laughs> okay, a, a that's radish. A radish has a lot more, like, spiciness to Not spiciness, but like a... Yeah. Um, they look the fucking well, same. How do you do... Well, they look the same, but, like, they're, they, they're like, totally different on the inside once you cut them open. Yeah, it's like saying a tomato and an apple. Like, yeah, they both look pretty much the same. Here's the thing. I have had one of these. I have not had both because when I look at pictures of both, the same flavor comes up, but I don't know which I don't know which it is. Some sort of like weird synesthesia <laughs> for somebody who's never eaten vegetables. I forget that like they don't have vegetables in Philadelphia yet. Like they're still like kind of exporting. <laughs> they're still getting the getting that there. Like We've that's got a new a... thing. Vegetables, you mean like peanut chews? <laughs> You go to the supermarket, it's just like whiskey in the vegetable section. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we are the way we are. <laughs> uh, 
I've been watching. So um, when I've been watching the World Series, the the stream I've been watching is out of um, York, Pennsylvania, and so Why? there's just been. I don't know. That's just the one that. That's just the one that. <laughs> <laughs> that the site I go to uses, and so it's been shown all of the Pennsylvania political ads. Oh, all hundred bajillion of them. Yeah. Oh. But it's it's so good because it's just like I'll fight for you for clean water, and then like I, I love it. It's so good. It's just the, the dumbest accents. I love it. Oh fucking uh, what's her name from Mechanicsburg, PA, in that Trump ad that runs every single break. <laughs> I haven't seen that one. I don't think. Oh. I think it's Melissa from Mechanicsburg. I tweeted about it. I got so fucking mad. I'm like, stop. Stop. Because it would always be Trump ad, Biden ad, uh-huh. random fucking, I don't know, from New Jersey because we're in the Jersey media market too. And it's just like, I just want this to be over. I hate this. Just like and a week to go. It's like just a week, a week to go. A little over a week. We're so close. We'll, we'll maybe have, you know like then it's we'll very have possible a different, that, yeah then we'll have a different flavor of hell to deal with it's it's very possible that like actually <laughs> uh, it never ends and there's just like eight days of recounts <laughs> and it's terrible and we all die mm. can't i genuinely cannot wait for the dying part anyway should we talk about baseball we probably should talk about baseball we got close there <laughs> trying to transition to baseball we for got a while. really close there for a minute <laughs> <laughs> we we're usually really good about about just about sticking to sports. <laughs> Not I, 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 I'm a bad influence. I caused all the problems. Sorry. That's all right. We need more of that. It's all right. Um. So yeah, uh, baseball. I guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're we're getting into shape for the off season. We're recording between game four and game five. Uh, no, we're at game five. No, nope. we just finished game five. Yep. Yeah. So Last between night. game five and six, yes. Dodgers are up three and two. It's, I think it's been a pretty good series so far. I've been having a great time. I decided at game one to root for the Dodgers and then alternate every game until I got to a game seven. <laughs> and I am happy to report that I am 5-0. and oh. But that's, ex- yeah, that's exactly what you wanted to happen every single time. Um, <laughs> no, it, it has been... It has been pretty good. There hasn't been any like game that's felt like you know a blowout really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess the first game was the first the game kind of was, but it was still a really pretty fun game. There were some great performances. Despite the score, the the Rays did not feel out of it for very no. much of it. No, and there were times uh, that I it felt kind of like the Rays were a little overmatched by the Dodgers, but they've always come back from that. So mm-hmm. far, they've they've really kind of they 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 hit back immediately. Especially Game 4, oh, where it God. was just constant mm-hmm. back and forths in those middle to late innings. Game 4 was an absolute fucking joy. It was super fun to watch mm-hmm. um, until the, the that that last play, though, was uh, one of the, the dumbest and most baffling things I, I am I've still not seen. convinced it's real. Uh, every time it shows up on my timeline, I have to watch the whole video because I'm just like, <laughs> what what happened here? I, I do so think, much happened there. I do think it's a sign that, like, uh, no matter what happens with the rest of his career, I think Randy Orozarena has kind of cemented himself as, like, a, a playoff legend. Like, I think if yeah. there's any narrative out of all this, it's that, like, that dude is having a time of it. I'm really interested <laughs> to see what team he ends up on when he has to actually get paid money. <laughs> yeah, once right. he gets to his first year of arbitration <laughs> and the Rays don't want to pay, like, $11 million for him or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, regardless of what's go- what happens this year, he's gonna he is going to win a very lucky franchise a ring, and it's gonna be fun. Yeah, I mean he's got 
uh, the he's got the postseason record now, right? For the most most yeah. home runs in a postseason. Yeah, over, I over, <laughs> over some guy named Barry Bonds. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, he, there's two records. I'm, we're, I'm, 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 I think I'm conflating the two records. There's most home runs in a postseason and most hits in a postseason. Oh, I was talking about the most hits. I was thinking of most home runs. Either way, like they're both like super impressive. Yeah, for sure. Oh, and Kershaw got the most strikeouts in the in postseason history. That's he super did. Fun too. Uh, I've got in my I've got in my notes uh, Kershaw narrative. Let's uh, let's dismantle that shit. Let's take that shit down. One of my rooting interests this this World Series, other than a Game Seven, is for people to shut the fuck up about Clayton Kershaw. Um, so I, yeah. I've been having a great time. Absolutely. I'm glad he didn't shit the bed. I, it was it was strange how uh, how he got pulled due to some like just really rigid game plan shit. Mm. Uh, the other the other night, uh, like they just kind of had this plan of like he's only going so many innings, and then we're putting in Dustin May. Um, when I don't know, it didn't seem like there was any good reason to pull him out. It was just like some sort of strict uh, call that got made well before the game even started mm-hmm. uh and it seemed kind of silly it felt very much like a response to like the postseason kershaw narrative like like i don't think that was the actual reason, but i think they were looking at the stats and saying like our problem with kershaw has always been that we let him go that one extra inning where he gets banged up and i think it was something of it feels like it was something of the, the front office response to that yeah, I, I think we are well on the, on the way to putting to rest this narrative once and for all. However, we are not out of the woods yet because there is still the potential for a Game 7 Kershaw relief appearance that leads to a complete meltdown, which I'm sure every single Dodgers fan on planet Earth uh. Uh, is, is aware is hanging <laughs> over their heads like the Sword of Damocles. So I don't need to <laughs> remind them, uh, but... Uh, I I don't think that's terribly likely. I I don't either. The bullpen, they've not had the best bullpen in some of those situations. Like, there was not necessarily a guy other than Kelly that they could go to who's, like, the guy. Like, they've had other good relievers, like Joe Blanton and, obviously, um, what's his name? Um, The guy who's still on the team, the very slow pitcher. Yeah, Pedro Baez takes forever between pitches. Yeah, Yeah, Baez. Yeah, but he's been reliable. But he's been super reliable, um, and and but, the, but other than those two guys, um, they have some of those playoff runs. They have not really had better bullpen options, and I think that's not really the case <laughs> this year. Um, I think the bullpen is stronger than it's been in the past. So hopefully, yeah, they, they won't. They, you know. Well, except they don't have Kenta Maeda to um, screw out of his contract to throw into the bullpen uh, for the for the postseason for September and the postseason. But yeah, I mean they've I don't know, they've they've still managed to pull this off. There's that <laughs> that game four, like I don't know, that seems super fluky. Mm-hmm. And I re- it was so it was so weird and so f- just demoralizing that I was convinced that if like it was over for the Dodgers if uh-huh. they didn't win game five. Um and they did. And Damn. now I it's it's I think it's Anything could happen, but I hope the Rays win tomorrow because I want more of this series. <laughs> what ha- was the was the uh, was the uh, walk was the the a Rosarena like collapse, stumble and uh, run? Uh, your your favorite like what was your favorite moment from the series so far? That was oh that, that for sure hundred <laughs> percent. It was way too weird to like be something that I could even fathom mm-hmm. existing. Um, 
the fact that the fact that it was a Rosarina, um, a, a man that I have fell in love with uh, less than a month ago, um, and just like he fucking tripped. <laughs> he tripped, but the ball got bobbled twice. Somehow. It was so wild. I, I think my favorite moment has to be though. Uh, it was it was Bueller versus um, uh, Charlie Morton. Like the first two innings where they were both just fucking dealing was so much mm. fun. I think that was game three. Uh, just like every yeah. pitch from Bueller, I think it was perfect through like four point two. Feels sounds right, uh, but he was just fuck. They were both just dealing at first. Um, they got to um, Morton a lot quicker because his fastball command wasn't super great. But uh, God, Walker Bueller when he's on, it's just like electric. He's got those painted on um, uniform pants now. That like I think he just like got some jeggings. They're he far got, like too some powerful. white jeggings or they're the, something. They're the source of his power. Yeah, he got Kike's uh, jeggings from a couple of years ago. I think he's <laughs> yes. just been working the legs and he wants to show off a little bit. No, who can blame him? Who can blame him? I mean, they're they're they might be his best asset. Yeah, it's not it's not <laughs> his it's not his jawline. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> I was, I, was yeah. so bad I need I need to. I think I think that he needs to be. I, I think he needs to discuss the the pants yeah um, that... and i don't th- i don't think i don't think asking him about them after he just took a really soul-crushing loss was the correct move but i think i think after uh after a win he should have been we should we should have asked him about yeah those pants. I, I, I this is one of those that's one of those things where i kind of fall on like the I, the idea that like the journalist kind of has a responsibility to ask because it was part of the story so i give the guy a little bit of a break there when all of the journalists, like we've talked about before, are becoming, you know, MLB employees or team uh, employees, you know, what 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 sort of journalism are we really going to get? It's really it's really the indicative of the sad state of affairs of of sports reporting right now that nobody has um, asked Walker Bueller, and there are many chances <laughs> this this postseason um, where true. he got those jeggings. That's true. They're in a bubble. Like, where's he going to go? <laughs> yeah, I can't find a good pair of white jeggings. It's very, know. very difficult to find. Yeah. Any no, kind of I white need... pants that are like for women are just impossible to find. <laughs> <laughs> So we've hit the Kershaw narrative. We've hit Walker Bueller's pants. We've yeah. Shout out, speaking yeah. of pants, uh, shout out to G-Man Choi doing the splits. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> and just him in general being an absolute Being delight. really, really fun to watch at yeah. first base. Oh, yeah. It's it's so rare to see, like, a great defensive first baseman. Yeah, relatively rare thing. It's so fun to watch, like, a good first baseman. There... Um, and part of the thing that's made him so fun to watch, though, is, like, there's been some really fucking bad throws. <laughs> <laughs> tossed across the diamond to him but like the other day he was just like he just couldn't stop uh you know picking people off while he was in midair yeah there was amazing i think it was game three where like it was it was a hard liner like right over his head you got he just jumped in the air you got so so close to it it was like if he had been like a half an inch shorter he would have nabbed it it would have been incredible and he did like a pirouette like in, in in the jump it was it was fantastic well but there's a bunch of them where he was he was jumping in midair grabbing them and yeah. then Pulling the glove down and tagging the runner, running to right. first. Oh yeah, he did, he that, did that twice. And he did that last yeah, he night. Did, he did it twice in the game a couple <laughs> nights ago. Like 
<laughs> they just they keep throwing him really shitty throws, and he's just picking them out of everywhere. It's we, been great. We it's just don't see enough good first it, defensive first baseman. Like I know, like when the standard is Paul Goldschmidt, who is a, who is a good first baseman defender, but isn't particularly flashy about it. Like th- we are, we were just so hungry for that, and we actually get someone who's legitimately like a talent at it. It's super fun with some. Flair. It's really really fun. Yeah, it's just not a position that you know people expect to flashy defensive stuff out of so even when it does happen so when it does happen it's like a real treat but like i don't know people just don't expect it out of there but i mean it seems pretty important <laughs> like it seems like a big difference to like <laughs> have a good first baseman even though that's usually just like oh we got logan morrison we're just gonna throw <laughs> him there like that's like what people mostly do with it and that, that i think that's that's kind of a disservice i get why but like i don't know it kind of sucks yeah we, like we that's should... just where you put your guy that can't run and isn't uh very good and you know you can't play second base. We either. should expect more from our big boys. Our big boys can perform. I, They're athletes too, and we should expect more from them. It's yeah, it's um, you know, those low expectations are really not doing anybody any good. I want to see Miguel Cabrera do that move. I want to see him like really because I think he could do it. He is a he's physically he is athletically a beast. He could do it if he wanted to. At this point, I don't know. Yeah, maybe not at this point. Maybe not at this point. That's like being like, yeah, that's like being like, do you want, do you want Albert Pujols to do it right now? Like, it's not. Gonna yes, happen. of course I do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. I mean, yeah, of course I want to see it, but you're kidding me if you say that's not going to be the most entertaining thing you can imagine. <laughs> yeah, this guy that can't run, just like let's see him do the splits. That sounds great. <laughs> oh God, his, his ankles would just fall off. Just explode. <laughs> just burst. Oh. oh. Well, I, I have some, like, off-day Dodger news we could talk about. Because I've been worried okay. about this all day. Uh, yeah, sounds great. Uh, tweet from, uh, uh, I forgot who tweeted it, but because I looked it up on Facebook just now to remember the exact wording. Uh, Dodgers off-day food talk. Dave Roberts' daily breakfast in Texas is oatmeal with brown sugar, 2% milk and berries, then three eggs over medium, hmm. bacon, and coffee. Does that seem like a really big breakfast? Hmm. That, that seems like a really big breakfast to me. That's more I guess it's how much how much oatmeal is it? Nah. If it's like a small bowl of oatmeal, maybe like a little like those little umpakwa coats, you know, cups or whatever. Like, I guess that's not a lot, but like that seems like a lot of food to me. I, I don't know if I can handle all that. Like, like uh, that sounds that sounds like a perfect amount of breakfast food for, to me personally. Like seven thirty in the morning, you're gonna do the all. Oh, I can't. I don't have the it's energy. It's oatmeal, eggs, and bacon and coffee. It's three eggs. That's a lot yeah, of eggs. Yeah, three eggs. That's not that many eggs. It's a normal number of eggs. It's not like it takes 33% longer to make three eggs than it does two eggs. I, I'm, not, my, I'm not concerned about the time it takes him to make it. It just seems like, I don't know, I, that's a, that's a, I, I don't, I, you know, like I'll do like two eggs and that's like a pretty good way to start. I don't know. I guess I just, I guess I just can't, um, my expectations for what a ridiculous manager's um, daily meal is has been totally warped by Terry Francona's oh, that's um, true. Leg- legendary uh, <laughs> candy binges where it's like a guy that just wakes up in like a bed full of uh, Skittles and Oreos <laughs> and shit like like he's like he's been on a fucking bender oh god what's the most amazing story about him in the oh what was the one I can't remember where he bought like where he ate like $60 worth of ice cream or something <laughs> is that what you're thinking of I think so God, I wish that were God. me. <laughs> right, I wish I could do that. I, I guess they're professional athletes. They're going to burn off all the calories. Or, you the, know, the, they were, I mean, the, the managers you know. do wear a uniform, so yeah, they are athletes. athletes. <laughs> Absolutely. I can't have that much fucking I mean, sugar, I assume Dave, Dave Roberts probably still works out like five days a week. Like, he's he was like a super athletic guy in his prime. He's probably still doing really well for his age. Yeah, for, for how old he is. He, yeah. yeah. Like, he looks pretty good. Yeah, for sure. 
Okay, is that the only Dodger meal that you have? Well, they, it also anywhere? mentioned that they were excited to have barbecue in the bubble. Someone was bringing in barbecue delivery, so they'll. They're they'll in be... Texas. I mean, yeah, it's probably the only like one of the only good things about being where they are right now. Yeah, really. Good things, barbecue, bad things, massive outbreak, and yeah, fans huge, in the stands. huge COVID outbreak, uh, which we're gonna close the ceiling for. But first, you get um... some ribs, baby. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me, yeah, but you know, I gotta, I gotta tray with wax paper on it and just like a bunch of slop thrown down <laughs> on it and it's delicious like yeah that's that's great but yeah they are i mean they're in this they're in this stupid home depot ass stadium um <laughs> full of <laughs> and every time they show the, sh- the, cr- the shots of the crowd the stadium looks yeah. like an offset smoker who is your champion is it the i stand for the flag guy or is it the uh, hip, uh, the hip guy? guy by a mile yeah for sure I think the I stand for the flag guy is way funnier. <laughs> yeah, it, it was a different sport where the lady had the I'm voting for Trump but my son died of COVID shirt, right? That was football. I didn't see that one. <laughs> what? Yeah, she had the shirt that was like, my son died of COVID, but I'm still voting for Trump. Oh, my God. I think, <laughs> I think that was a football shit. lady, though. I'm not 100%. That sounds like a football Oh, that sounds lady. like a baseball lady, too. Let's be honest. <laughs> let's, uh, let's, let's be honest. Um. Yeah. Okay. Lame. I got the. I got the picture. Yeah. It's like an elderly woman, and it's written on the back of her shirt in uh, like magic marker. You can see the Under Armour logo. God, like so I think that th- I'm. Pr- I'm. Po- uh, I'm actually positive that this shirt is inside out because you can see like the seams and the little Under Armour logo where like you know it says the size on a shirt where like a tag would normally be. Can you shoot that over to me? Real yeah. Quick? Um. I'll. I'll put it in the. Uh, the Discord here. D- um, D- oh. And, oh God. Uh. Oh, and and says yeah, and written in just sharpie. My son died from COVID nineteen, and I'm still voting for Trump. Ooh, God, it's grim. <laughs> that takes a level of self awareness that disturbs me more than anything. Yeah, we, else. we call Republicans a death cult a lot in like the discourse now, and I think that like we really need to remember like it is quite that is not like an, an exaggeration. It is quite literally at all. A death not, cult. At, not at all. Yeah, you know, like. And and that's I'm surprised it doesn't doesn't also have like like and I'm ready to lay down my life too like it uh. should say that on the front and then on the back should say and I'm ready mm. to lay down my life too Mr. Pre- and it should be way too long. That's what's written on her AR-15. <laughs> it's what's written on her on her on her rifle. <laughs> yeah. That she carries oh, with God. her like, Cowboys game. This machine kills grandsons. <laughs> <laughs> be over tomorrow and we'd have nothing to t- think about but accept this shit and i would blow my fucking brains out yeah, the, like, <laughs> yeah. i was kind of oh. driving at that earlier when we were talking when we brought up the election and stuff and it's like it's gonna be it's gonna be a grim a really grim uh like week or so yep god once once i don't have any sort of distraction lauren i'm gonna be i'm gonna be leaning on you heavily to just like get on to grand theft auto online every night yep, yep. <laughs> so we can so we can live in the the world of los santos the the much um, more politically sane and rational world <laughs> of grand theft auto yes no 100 um, percent. meanwhile <laughs> meanwhile i'm i'm fucking off to canada for a couple good call. Of 
but yeah, it's it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be so fucking rough, and then we're gonna have and like this off season is gonna be so fucking stupid too. <sighs> yeah, the off season's going to be awful, and no one's gonna know when it. Yeah, ends. and we're just gonna hear like really really terrible, um, you know, narratives about like the owners playing poor <laughs> and about yeah. how they've lost billions of dollars. Um, even though it doesn't matter that they had you know almost twenty years of uh straight growth and record profits uh we're just gonna get mm. nothing but uh them playing poor yeah and i i i i saw i saw a tweet that the the real mutos and the harpers were out at dinner in las vegas today uh and i also saw a tweet saying that uh the phillies are strong contenders for trevor bauer so oh. my my life is going great with regard to this off season, I don't want to think about it. That's why I'm. That's why I'm really enjoying this World Series while it's happening. Because once it's over, I am. You back know, I, in hell. for what it's worth, I don't think you need to worry too much about Bauer, just because like he is clearly like jacking everyone around intentionally to be like, oh, here, here I am in fucking Philadelphia. Here I am in Los Angeles. Even, hey, yeah, the other day hey. on the other day on Twitter, he was like, hey, Houston fans, do you want me to play there? Ha yeah. ha ha! Like he loves doing that shit. It's it's so fucking like redditor baby brain bullshit. It activates so strongly my secondhand mm-hmm. embarrassment. Yeah, like it's like. Ugh, it's just so pitiful, and it's funny. Be- and it's, it's so weird because he he thinks he's yeah, so cool. Yeah, he thinks cool. it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> and it's like, no, dude. This is your brain on barstool. Yeah. Now, do you think we'll actually see him uh, make good on his bullshit claim that he's not going to take a multi-year contract anywhere? Absolutely yeah, no way. Not. He... No way. <laughs> and in fairness, no, because yeah. he's well, a coward. Yeah. Also, in fairness, it was always a dumb idea. <laughs> It's like extremely yeah. stupid. You should just take no the team wants to do there. that either. No. no, absolutely not. No team on earth wants to give you thirty million dollars for one year. It's it's fucking insane. Man, okay, we immediately like last week we're like, let's not talk about the Astros anymore, <laughs> and then we fucking just like, okay, well now it's time to talk about Trevor Bauer. Like we truly do. Like Trevor Bauer, we live in hell. <laughs> like we really, really do uh-huh. um, live in hell right now. It's fucking terrible. If a baseball team were a player. The Astros would be Trevor Bauer. You know, I don't. I don't actually think yeah. I agree. Uh, I I think Trevor Bauer is a certain kind of dumb and mean, whereas the Astros are smart and mean. So I think yeah. he's really more. God, what's who's this dumb and dumb and mean team? I'm not going to do the cheap thing of saying it's the Mets because it's not the Mets. The Mets are hapless and dumb. It's different. Dumb and yeah. mean. Hmm. Like the Cardinals, kind of. I think like how they mistreated I, Tommy yeah, Pham yeah, and how they've yeah. like had that like had like a really bad clubhouse culture for a long time and the it, Cardinals aren't and, dumb, it, and it, like and then they didn't really do anything with it for years. Yeah. Even though they'd keep making the playoffs. Would it be the Royals? I think the, the Royals, Royals are, are pretty dumb and mean. The Royals are dumb and mean, but they're also like dumb and Christian mean. Like it's kind right. of a different thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who's the dumb and mean team? Maybe the Pirates. They're yeah, but the pirates are—they're just so dumb, though. The pirates are just—they're just so, so dumb. dumb. Well, they also yeah. And they're like just Trevor bad. Bauer, people thought they were smart for a long time. Yeah, that's true. And when oh. they were not. Mm, that ooh. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> you may be onto something. Though. Yeah, I guess we've just had like a couple years of them being so embarrassingly stupid and bad that it's like it's hard to even um, mm-hmm. like ascribe being being mean to them. 
They just seem Did like fucking. Someone write a book oaths. about them being hmm? good. Am I making that up? Didn't someone write a book about yeah, them well, being? It, at the time, it seemed like they were because they were getting a lot of success out of like having guys all throw the same way. But then that stopped working because the guys changed. Who could have planned for that though? No one. It was impossible. <laughs> being smart means doing the exact same thing over and over and over again and never varying. It's like it works now. This is gonna work forever. <laughs> Baseball is not a game of, of a little adjustments. Baseball is the exact same thing over time, always. You just yeah, you can't change you can't change anything at uh-huh. all. That's why the Orioles are so good. Right. No, Garrett Cole, Garrett Cole can <laughs> throw a, 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 a two seamer in the lower part of the zone every single time. That's how you win. Oh God, Garrett Cole is a pirate. That's right. Yeah, you should just try to you know put, so the, the, put the ball on the ground and uh, put the ball on the ground and leg it out. There was a moment I think in the there was a moment I think in the Rays Astros series where like three or four guys were like ex-pirates who all just sucked ass there and then went on to be incredible elsewhere. God. You know, no, it's, this a, is, it's a sad organization. This is probably the only time uh, we've ever talked about the pirates on the podcast. We'll probably continue to be the only time we ever talk about the pirates no, on the podcast. No, we talked, we talked about how pathetic they were after the no-hitter, after the Giolito right, no-hitter. Oh, right, right, right. God, that no, was so good. No, we, so we've been, we, but we only talk about them to be mean to them. And we also talked about them when we did the mailbag episode. Um, where we <laughs> were seeing what stars we would um, save from franchises, right? And we were we were specifically mean about them because um, we we wanted to rescue McCutcheon from them. Right. Oh no! You're and and also I made the point that their ballpark is the best in the league and is wasted yes. on those fucking yes. people. <laughs> True. We we have not. Let's say one nice thing. I'm gonna say I'm gonna think of a nice thing to say about the pirates. It's not about the uniforms because we always talk about uniforms. I'm gonna think of one nice mm. thing to say about the pirates. <laughs> <sighs> okay, okay, I've got one. I already, I already did mine. It's their ballpark. That's one. it. They did the right thing when what? their closer was a pedophile. Okay. They got rid of it. Yeah, oh. that's true. Cut ties entirely. One good thing when he got caught with child porn. That's a pretty rare thing to, in the league too. Of like actually like oh we got a that is actually yeah well, the star leader would have done it but like yeah no but I mean I mean the Royals tried as hard as they could to get there uh, I mean it wasn't specifically child porn with him but the Royals did try as hard as they could to draft that um um oh that yeah child that- abusing guy. Oh, that guy was so weird. What was that whole yeah. thing? Was is, so is weird. he still in Mexico? No, I think he went to like ta- like China or Taiwan. Oh, okay. But the royal, but even after he like you know went to you know some you know foreign league, the Royals are still always testing the waters to see God. if they could get away with like picking him up. Yeah, they're you know you can't masturbate, you can't look at porn, according to the Royals organization. But like. Man, if you're a really good pitcher and we can get you on a cheap deal, like doesn't really molest. If, doesn't really matter if you molested some ki- a kid. Your cousin, yeah, it doesn't matter. It's fine, you know. Just just pick him up. Oh God, God, baseball is fucking gross. <laughs> like it's so it's so awful. Isn't it cool that we love the sport so much? Baseball is great. MLB is gross. MLB is gross. Yep, that's gotta that's remember. True. We got. Yeah, I need to I need to do that more often with the way I speak about things and not not conflate baseball. It's hard to do <laughs> just cause, like it, it's so hard to do. It's so hard because to it has a monopoly it. on everything. Mm-hmm. It like like it has le- like a legal monopoly <laughs> basically on right on and, on baseball. And they've spent they've spent a hundred years now making making you make that association in your brain. <laughs> <laughs> do we have anything more fun to talk about than um, 
uh, child uh, let's, sexual let's, assaults right, and stuff. So we like, have we have one to two games left of this season. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about it. We've got game game six tomorrow, and then game seven potentially on Wednesday. Uh, honestly, I think the series is already a success unless 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 tomorrow is the last game and it's truly like bad mm-hmm. i can't imagine this being anything other than a great series i think you're right i think that's a good way to put it i think right like if it was like a 16 to 1 like dodger win or whatever that would be a a, a kind of a bummer note to go out on but mm-hmm. i think we could still look at games three and four uh, in the in game two and one in in lesser part and say like yeah that was, that was a memorable fun series a, a good cap on a season that was kind of a clusterfuck and probably shouldn't have happened but he did it and we got something out of it that you know at least made us feel something that wasn't just like abject dread yeah and so coming up tonight or excuse me tomorrow night it's blake snell and tony consolan so that like that looks good that looks good for the rays <laughs> yeah that'll we'll, be... we'll see here also i had that uh i i was i i know everybody at some point has this experience and the other night i think it was i think it was game four no it was uh oh wait no it was game four uh i learned what blake snell sounds like mm-hmm. oh yeah you've and never heard you never heard him talk yeah that's you didn't fucking weird you didn't hear the um the the, the famous clip of uh the slapdick prospect <laughs> clip i i know this i know that but i've only ever read transcripts of it i've okay. never actually heard him no say you should it. you should watch that clip it's it's pretty okay. good it's pretty good you know speaking of blake snell it's it's a little bit of a bummer to be that we never got to see a blake snell versus walker bueller matchup just because oh. it'd, it'd be the battle of the guys who look a little bit like greyhounds they both have very. It would be a battle of the guys that are like that kind of activate the uncanny valley, but like not really because they are they are healthy like normal human yeah. beings, but like they just look a little. They off. just have kind of narrow faces. That's all. We're not judging. Yeah, just we're just saying chins. we're just saying they look a little bit like Borzois. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fine, you know. They're they're a great dog, majestic. I love greyhounds. Greyhounds are great. Yeah. Um, so what do we think for the the the, uh, in the next two games? Do you think it's gonna think it's gonna go to seven? Do you think the Dodgers are gonna win? Do you think the Rays are gonna win? I am Where drunk with power at this point because I am five and zero in my rooting interests, and I I think there's definitely going to be a game seven. And I think regardless of what happens in that game seven, I think it's either going to be satisfying or hilarious. <laughs> and I because because game 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 five was very satisfying, and game four was very hilarious. So. It's going to be some flavor of that, and I, I truly cannot wait. I am looking at this perspective of the most good in the world, and my friends who are Rays fans on Twitter are just kind of happy to be there. Uh, my Dodger friends on Twitter are on the verge of suicide. Nonstop. <laughs> every every single time that, like, the game, it's within, you know, it's within one, or within a couple, couple runs. Anytime it's not just, like, Dodgers up by four or more runs... Um, yeah, I look at my timeline, and it's and it's yeah, and it's just complete. They're mayhem. they're the waiting Dodgers for fans are they're waiting going... for it to get blown, and I don't blame them for that. I don't I don't judge them for that. They have trauma from being in the World Series too much. <laughs> <laughs> so... It's almost like they don't root for a 
wildly, massively successful franchise that that's only got you know like what nine uh, division had... titles in a row or something. <laughs> yeah, you know? it's like they don't they have more money than God and keep keep upgrading every year yeah. even and though also it's have hard the to best player development of the, the fact league. that the it's best, yeah the best the best scouting yeah. analytics player <laughs> development um and the more kind of God, the yeah. kind of team so, that you can't possibly imagine ever not finishing and are st- in first and are, in the nl west yeah 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 and, and still have like a bunch of likable players that distract you from the fact that they've um you know been involved in human trafficking and had a spreadsheet that uh you know showed how criminally crimes.xls yeah. <laughs> Show how criminally complicit everybody in the organization is. So for their sake, for the sake of my beloved Dodger Twitter friends, I hope yeah. that the Dodgers win tomorrow night and spare them the heart re- the heartbreak of a Game 7. We're, they they need to do it for Crystal. They need to do it for Who's... Crystal. Beloved friend yeah. of the pod, Crystal. <laughs> yes. Friend of the pod, Crystal. Yeah. There are a few other Dodgers and Olivia, friends of the pod there's... who I am very... Yeah. I am very concerned about their mental health and well-being. I love them. I want great, <laughs> happy things for them. But also, if the Dodgers happen to lose, <laughs> that will just be hysterical to me personally. It will be kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Do we have Although, any... if the Rays won, it would piss off Yankee and Red Sox fans. That's that would true. Be, That's that would not be, a downside. That would be very fun. That would be very, very, very funny. And, you know, I, it would make me feel a little bit better for all those predictions I said where um, uh, the Blue Jays had a shot. It would make me feel a lot better about those if the, <laughs> if the Rays actually won. That's true. It's just like, yeah, the, you know, the Jays, they they just hit the they just the best team in the first round. So, yeah, what are you going to you know, do? What are they going to do? What are you going to do? <laughs> all right, do we have anything else to talk about here before we uh, wrap it up? I don't think. Did you say there were some mailbag questions? Uh, we got one, actually, yeah. Thank you for reminding me. Um, at uh, Emerald DV says, do you think there's been much of a home field advantage so far for the Dodgers in spite of the neutral site since every game has mostly had Dodgers fans in attendance? Slash, how do you feel about the neutral site in general? Um, yeah, I mean, the Dodgers, they've played all of their series there, right? Yeah, and it's hard to say how much of an advantage that gives. Maybe, you know, it's, it's one of those things where the sample sizes are so small, we can't even really look at, like, defensive metrics and get the already kind of shaky defensive metrics and look at them and get much out of it. But also, I think, like, it's Mookie Betts. He can, he's going to be great in literally any stadium. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he played in the weird, you know, in the weird dimensions in Fenway forever. Mm-hmm. He can play anywhere. It's fine. Yeah. I, I don't think... I think if the fans are a factor, uh, it's very, very minuscule. A, because it's always minuscule, and B, because of all of the teams the Dodgers are going up against, they're going up against a team that is used to not having fans. Well, and be- and be- but before this, in the CS, like when you listen to that broad or when you watch that broadcast, it was all a bunch of dickhead Atlanta fans doing the tomahawk chop and the and that's the true. So mm-hmm. like there was definitely a lot more Braves fans there, oh, and they were there like, in person. I think that they got to be there shit. in person to watch that shit. Yeah. <laughs> But like I don't know, I don't think it really matters this year. It's it's a weird thing, but like, mm-hmm. no, I don't think I don't think it matters. And as to the stadium, we've we've said a lot about the stadium. Obviously, I just want to add that I think it's it it's it to me it looks less like a warehouse than it does like a, a really expensive Traeger smoker, like a pellet smoker with an aluminum lid that opens up, uh, and the offset uh, wood pellets come through and. Mm. It's all automated, so rich guys can play with it. It looks like a civilian building in Red Alert 2. 
<laughs> like I, that's what I think it looks like. Like it would be like in an right, RTS right. game. That's like a that's like a, a building that like a mech walks through. <laughs> if if Tropicana Field is a discount furniture warehouse and Miller Park is a Sam's Club, mm-hmm. I would think that whatever the fuck what is this called again what is i'm not even gonna pretend i I care enough to yeah whatever oh globe uh globe Globe life feels to me it feels to me like an especially large trader joe's yeah Yeah, it's the it's the world's largest burlington coat factory um (laughs) second store Mm -hmm. Uh, you know i think it needs to be said that like this is a lot of this is the consequences of ballpark design because there have been yeah. historically domes that are cool. Yep. Like the fucking Astro Dome was cool. The Superdome is cool. <laughs> Honestly, this is an intentional decision by baseball to make these things look like shit. I never saw any of those. I grew up with the Metrodome, which was just ass. Yeah, it was terrible was for baseball. Good. I am a no I am a known hater of indoor parks, but uh I fuck with the Rogers Center. Yeah, I think the Rogers Center looks cool. I I have no problem yeah. with that. It looks kind of old, but like you know, that's fine. But not in a bad way. No, no, it's like it's a it's a different kind of classic baseball from like the jewel box design. Yeah, it it makes me feel like I'm, I'm watching a player who just sorted a bunch of coke, and is sprinting around the bases. I don't remember when when did that one open because there's a pretty good chance that you, I think if it's old enough that you could have watched Paul Molitor like do like you could have gotten the hotel room out in uh, left field or whatever and looked down into the dugout and seen Paul Molitor like trying to like sneak a couple <laughs> lines in. God, if only. That's what we need to bring back in baseball. Yeah. Get those get those guys on the base pass again. Let's get greenies back. Like just bring Absolutely. back we need bring back bring back quaaludes and greenies. <laughs> like <laughs> let's let's go. If we're not gonna have you know, if we're gonna live in COVID world, like at least bring us the good drugs. If back. we're gonna make him play hundred and sixty two games in a bubble next year, like fucking let's do it. Yeah, yeah. No, they can't go out. All they, drugs are legal. Yeah, you know, you're you're going to a you're going to a, a strange city, you know, that you don't live in. You can't go out to, for dinner. You can't go to the casinos or the strip clubs. Just let the guys do drugs. And and, and they'll just they'll just game. It'll be perfectly safe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, just keep them away from the opiates, and it'll be it won't be so bad. Make baseball players cool again. That's my pitch for election next week. <laughs> it's not too late to write me in. Yeah, let's let's do it. Vote vote Lauren. <laughs> Lauren twenty twenty. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be on uh Southpaws on Means TV. Um, oh, shit. when they're gonna do their their post World Series uh, yeah. show. So look out for that. I think that will be out on Friday. Yeah, that's that's all I got. Anybody else have anything to say here? Not much else going on with me, but I do wanna s I, I think we should make a pledge here now, the three of us, for this off season to get really fucking weird. Oh. We're gonna get we're gonna get goofy with it. You know, let's it. get let's let's get goofed up with it. We're uh, we're gonna make <laughs> it weird. We're not we're not just gonna get weird. We're gonna make it. Yes, weird. exactly. Yeah. I want awkward and uncomfortable at times. Yes. All right, we'll get there. And I I think if if MLB brought back drugs, I think we could we could really do that. Absolutely. Next week we're, we're all just gonna doing, have to bring back drugs for us. Next week we're all doing the pod in the nude. <laughs> yeah 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 it will not be it will not go out as like a bod but you will you You'll will be know. able to tell you'll, You'll be know. able to tell that we that we we sat here on our video chat on Discord. It will not be verbally acknowledged once. Nope, but, but you'll you know. You will be able to tell. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, thank you for listening everybody. That's a good note to end it on. 
Uh, go, you know, follow us on Twitter, rate and review, all that fun stuff. Uh, we will talk to you next week with the uh, post World Series, uh, or with the World Series postmortem. So, thanks for listening. Bye.